As you walk through the valley of the shadow of hell, you will see through the fog a bend in reality, a veil that is beyond your own comprehension. It's the other side, beyond the void. That's right, it's episode 312, and we're going to fucking space and back, and to back to space. Okay. Tune in Tokyo. We're not tuned in Tokyo, what the fuck am I saying? I don't know. Is that like nipple twisting or something like that? Yeah. It was like an old joke when I was a little kid. Like, <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, uh, ET phone home. That's what I meant to say. Oh, okay. Yeah, not tune in Tokyo. <laughs> I hope that's not racist. I don't even. I know. What... <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> no. I think it's just like some dumb shit when I was a kid. Anyways, <laughs> welcome back, guys. Thanks for coming by. We appreciate you. You helped make our last episode a pretty big episode. We hope you enjoyed 2022 fucking favorite movies and everything like that. I tried to speed through it as best I could. You did good. You did good. You know, 20 movies to talk about is pretty hard to and do. You, and you thought that episode was only going to be an hour. I tried. And it wasn't. Yeah, well. Unfortunately, so there you go. sometimes, you know, when you're making things interesting and you're not just spitting it out like a list, you know, try to make it interesting instead of just spitting it out like a list, you know. Okay. <laughs> There's the movies. Fuck you. I don't care about anything. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, if I wanted to do a list, I would just post it online. You know what I mean? Right. And then not say anything about it. There you go. There you go. Here's the pictures. Get your movies. Anyway, thank you guys for that. Appreciate it. You guys rock. Uh, we got some new movies this week. Well, new new movies. We got new movies to review. There you go. Older movies that we're reviewing. Yeah, something yep. like that. Anyway, these are movies from the alien sort of subcategory of horror, which is Fire in the Sky from 1993 and Extraterrestrial from 2014 from the Vicious Brothers. That's right. Aliens have gone mad and taken over the studio, my friends. Not really. And okay. I'm being probed as I'm speaking to you, oh, and it gross. is delightful. Boy, there is a fucking probing. There's one probe in yeah. one of these movies. And boy, is it a, a deep a one. A doozy. It's a deep it's one. It's a deep one. <laughs> the first probe is the deepest. Oh, baby. The... 
<laughs> anyway, why? Why? I don't know where that even started. I think that's just because South Park. People, no, no, it did not. <laughs> it started well before South Park, Christina. Uh, I think people were just looking when they were making up bullshit about aliens and stuff. They're like, "What could they do that would be really fucked up?" Little did they know that half the population loves it. You know, like. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So people wanted to get probed. <laughs> People went to sleep with their asses in the air, just trying to get probed by the aliens. You know what I mean? Close, I'm not even laughing. Close encounters of the probed kind. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's enough jokes. Enough bad jokes. Anyway, yeah, Thank really you. bad jokes. Thank you. Um, but yeah, um, these are some movies that we've been kind of planning to do for a really long time. As a matter of fact, when Patrick was on, we were going to have the ladies, our ladies which come on to do a podcast episode, they would just do it themselves or something like that. Yeah, right. I think it was. Or we were going to have you oh, guys that was on. plan? Yeah, and then they wanted talking about the movie Fire in the Sky, which is based off a real story. So we're going to have all the details about that movie and, like, the real story. Christina has put the work together on that, so thank you for that, Christina. Okay, welcome. She's uh, kind of a fan of this kind of stuff. She likes weird lore like human like real like life shits that you know people experience in real life and uh you know we spit it out our probed asses onto the public <laughs> anyway but how are you doing what's going on with you what have you been up to anything new that, oh but yeah we've been getting a lot of movies yeah, why don't you just tell them what you got? Holy shit, I can't tell you everything I got. I'll just tell you this, guys. This is probably the biggest haul I've ever had. <laughs> we, we've gotten, I mean, there's probably 30-some oh. movies that we got or something like that through the mail because we got money for Christmas and stuff from from everybody. Thank you very and much. And you went nuts at Hamilton Books. Yeah, I went to this place called Hamilton Books, which a lot of people in the industry don't want you to know about Hamilton Book, by the way. And they are not sponsoring this, by the way, just so you know. But I should probably try to ask them if they want to. <laughs> but I ordered like, I don't know, like 12 or 13 movies from there for like 50 bucks. They're all brand new. That's good. Uh, and then I got a bunch of new stuff that's been coming out. Stuff that I pre-ordered like back in like November. <laughs> and mm. one of the fucking movies didn't come out until January 24th. So I've literally been waiting on all the movies that I pre-ordered from back then to get there because they don't send it out separately. They just send it out as one package. And so I, hate that. I forgot. I just wasn't thinking. And right. I, you know what I mean? Like, and I didn't want to go through the hassle. So like I ordered the dentist just came out. <laughs> dentist one and two from Vestron. And it was really cheap. I got it for like 10 bucks or something like that for both movies. And I was like, fuck yeah, let's get this. I'm so excited, you know? And then I had to wait three months, you know, just about to get, <laughs> get this shit. Like, fuck. But we got a lot of stuff. So we're going to be covered for a lot of movies, a lot of episodes. Uh, I also got a package from Plemke here today and some stuff coming from Ryan and all this stuff. I'm excited, man. Got so many fucking movies. The video I'm going to have to make on these movies. It's going to be like two hours long. It's, yeah, I know. Like, seriously. No, you should you should break it up. It's probably going to be like 20, 30 minute long video. But, you know, whatever. It's right. fine. Right. It's fine. All the diehard uh, horror fans watch it. Right. It's not the like big public one, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what are you doing? What are you up to? What's been well, going I on? Well, I went to the dentist. Oh, that's right. Again. Speaking of the dentist. 
Dude, that movie, we should have made you watch that movie. No, I don't want to watch it. Dude, there's a scene. I still, I got a lot of dental work I got to get done this year. There's a scene. We're going to have to watch these, by the way. No. Yeah, we're watching them. No, you watch them with somebody else. We've never done Dentist 1 and 2. Oh, good. Call up somebody. Or no, we did. We did do it. I think we did once. See, you already did it. Can't do it again. <laughs> no, that's not already true. Did it. There's a new edition that just came out on Blu-ray, and it's got all the extras and all the deleted scenes. Well, so. you should review it for YouTube. Yeah, no, that's okay. We're going to do it for the podcast, and uh, there's a scene in there that uh, shows like the drill just chipping off Well, we'll teeth. do it at the end of the year when my insurance runs out, you know? <laughs> that's when we'll do it. She doesn't even want to hear it. She's trying to talk over it so she can't. I had a panic attack this time, like in the chair. Uh-huh. So did you really? I did. Why? And then they had a numb me. They had to, like, double numb me up. <laughs> She like, she like fucking. I hate it. She like blacked out in the chair. I hate it. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. I, I trust me. I know. I I am not. You know. I don't like the dentist work either. I had the 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 two fucking crowns. What are, what do they call them? I don't know. Royal crown. Root root canal. Yeah, two root canals with yeah. crowns. Yeah. And a tooth pulled out all on one side of my face. In just a matter of an hour and a half right. to two hours. Right. My God. I didn't realize how much that was going to be. That was the most torture I think I've ever been. Mm-hmm. And I was just like about ready to cry. Mm-hmm. Just sitting in there like with all that work done. <laughs> I know it seems like nothing, but man, I just did not like it. Right. It's like it didn't really. Well, it did hurt. Like there was moments that it did hurt. Right. When he pulled my tooth out, I was like, oh God, I felt my jaw felt like it broke or something. Wow. <laughs> Because you could hear the crack. And I was like, oh. <laughs> anyway, the dentist is just a hoot for that kind of thing. We'll watch it the day before you go in. Thanks. That way, when you have a panic attack, at least you'll black out and seize instead of just black out because the seizure will make it a lot of fun for the public. Oh, my God. It's going to be a really good time. <laughs> You're looking at me like, fuck you. <laughs> All right, Christina, fine. No, no fun from her. Anyway. I think it might be that time. What time is it? Horror shots! All right, guys. So Christina came up with a shot for this week, and I think it's based off Fire in the Sky. Of course it is. We already have had a drink called the a Milk Eye. Okay. Or Milky Eye. This so, one's a- we, We've had a Milky Eye. I think it was for... I think I forgot. I think it was for the Ryui Kitamura film or something oh, okay. like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. It was like a milk eye or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but we actually use milk. We didn't use milk in this one. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to call this the milky syrupy eye. <laughs> the milky syrup eye. Yeah. yeah. Wow, what a terrible. We were terrible at this anymore. I know. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> so do you want to tell them what this is based off of? Yes, of course, fire in the sky when he's up there getting anal probed or whatever. Which is hot. <laughs> so before he, they, they show him having the flashback and what happened was a syrup bottle uh, spilled on the table and went on a really face. cool editing scene. It really is. And then like, you know, all this other stuff happens and then all of a sudden the- He, he has a flashback when the maple syrup touches his face. Yeah, he flashbacks to when because he's he, on the I spaceship. Because I think he, he remembers when the alien skeeted on him. But go ahead. <laughs> She's so mad. She's so mad. 
<laughs> Dude, she was like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you done? I'm going to laugh now because it's just ridiculous that I'm upset you. <laughs> I don't even think it's that funny. I just I think it's funny when you anyway. I'm sorry. Continue. I, I'm okay. So <laughs> what's in the shot is a half an ounce of spice. No, Christina, rub. tell them what. what why you're made no, this? No, I don't want to. You go ahead and do it because you already you know. Come just do it. Don't get mad at me. Come on, please. I'm sorry. So they put the plastic masky thing over him, <laughs> and they cut. A hole in the mask to show his eyeball, and then some milky stuff goes into his eye. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, that's that's why we're we're calling it the uh, milky syrup eye. Yeah. Yes, the syrupy milky eye. That works too. Skeet from space. Maybe we could change it around. <laughs> all right, all right. It's done. I'm sorry. You done. Yes. So tell them what's inside of. It's half an ounce. Of, of spice rum. Alien and, spice rum. And then a half. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just let you get it out. <laughs> okay, please go. I'm sorry. I'm really not trying to laugh anymore. Ooh. Half an ounce of rum chata. Mm. And then. Delicious. A couple drops of syrup. And then I. Of what? Syrup. Okay. And then I put syrup around the rim. What rim of what? You done? Cthulhu, take the wheel. All right, so let's try it out. Okay, I'm trying. I cannot. It's once you get me going, dude. I didn't get you going at all. You did too. I did not. It was all you. It was all you. I wasn't even laughing at my own jokes. I this haven't time. even laughed once. <laughs> yeah, because you think. Oh, can I tell them the story before we do this? What story? How I called my neighbor on the neighbor app. I called them. I said, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, grow a better mustache, skeet lips. <laughs> <laughs> All right. To skeet. You're such an adult. I know. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> That's really strong. Yeah. <laughs> you almost threw up. Oh, whew. I don't know if it's just that I took a nap and that made me laugh, all this stuff. You know, when you get all giddy, you know, when you wake up in the morning sometimes. Woo! I don't know. Yeah, it's strong, though. It's good. I mean, it's okay. It's not good. It's kind of sweet. Kind of. Well, if you would like to try a ski, I mean, a, a, the syrupy milky eye, all you have to do is go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horse shot section now. That's it for horror shots. All right, so now we're going to go into our flesh and potatoes of our extraterrestrial adventures with Fire in the Sky from 1993 and Extraterrestrial from 2014. Right now. All right, Christina is going to do the work on this one first because uh, I, I was like, hey, I think you would. Be, this would be fun, and she was not into it at all. 
She was like, no, I don't want to do all this work right now. Nope. <laughs> but she did anyway. I tried. And thank you. Okay. Uh, okay. So an Arizona logger mysteriously disappears for five days in an alleged encounter with a flying saucer in 1975. His co-workers endure ridicule and contempt as they are wrongly accused of murder. <laughs> what murder. A, what a terrible time they had over Mr. Walton. <laughs> <laughs> He just got raped by aliens, but no big deal. <laughs> they got ridiculed. <laughs> the tagline, alien abduction. That's the tagline. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. It's not even good. All right. Is uh, this a TV movie? Like, I don't remember. No, it was released in theaters March of uh, 1993. Um, it was directed by Robert Lieberman, who also did D3, The Mighty Ducks. Oh, shit. The third sequel from 1996. This is a little bit off the beaten path of that one. Huh? <laughs> it probably led him to do this movie. Did you do pornography next? <laughs> Alien pornography? He also directed a bunch of episodes of The Dead Zone. Uh, he was, I oh. think he was a creator, too, on The Dead Zone. I forgot they made a TV show about that. Yeah, uh, he did two episodes of Dexter, ton of other TV. So is Christopher Walken in Dead Zone as well? I don't know. Is Dead Zone the psychic one or the alien one? Because Christopher Walken was in Communion, right? And The show. This is just the show called The Dead Zone. Right, but I think it's based off the Stephen King book, The Dead Zone. Oh, I don't know. Which was about, uh, I don't know. Go ahead. Sorry. He also directed two episodes of Dexter. He's done a ton of TV and a lot of TV movies, made-for-TV movies, a.k.a. Christmas, mu- uh, Christmas music, Christmas movies. Um, he also directed a movie called The Tortured from 2010. Bill Mosley's in that. Sounded interesting. Of course, this is the uh, based on the book, The Walton Experience, written by Travis Walton and, you know, him. Uh, the screenplay was by Tracy Torme, who actually uh, rewrote the actual experience in the movie to make it more interesting. Uh, But Tracy also was the creator and the writer of the show Sliders. Yeah, which I love. Yeah, which you like. And then um, in the early 80s, he started out as a writer on SNL. How weird. He also wrote uh, Spellbinding. Is that that fucking, what's his name, the Rima Williams guy that did that? Um... No, it's called. I was thinking it to cast the deadly spell. Okay, it's like a it's like a weird movie. Anyway, uh, DB Sweeney plays Travis. He was you probably recognize him if you saw the Cutting Edge from nineteen ninety two. It's this the the uh, ice skating movie where the hockey player uh, picks up figure skating. I I don't know why I remember that movie. Yeah, you know who? The, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I saw the first one in the theater. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was, that was very popular. It was and, very popular. And they made a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was also in Two Tickets to Paradise, and he's also in the upcoming movie, Megalopolis. Me- Megalopolis. <laughs> What's it? Skeet Lips? I'm just trying to piss you off. You man. are. It's working. <laughs> we also have Robert Patrick, who plays Mike Rogers. Of course, he was in T2. He's really good in this, too. He is the f- the faculty. He was in What, jo- what Josiah Saw. Mm-hmm. And more recently, boy, did he see something! And more recently, he's in that show uh, called Nineteen Twenty-Three. That's supposed to be a good show, I I guess. Uh, We have Kathleen Wilhorty. Wilhorty. What? 
<laughs> Kathleen. Will Hoyt, honey. Will Hoyt. We have Kathleen Will Hoyt, who plays Katie Rogers. She was in Roadhouse from 1989 and was also regular on Gilmore right, Girls and ER. I recognize her from Gilmore Girls. the wife of Robert Patrick's character in this movie, and yeah. I recognized her from Roadhouse. Yeah. I recognize her from Gilmore Girls. Anyway, Henry Thomas, Thomas plays Greg. Uh, of course, he was Elliot in E.T. Yeah, I was like, wow, they really did that. <laughs> I know, and I was trying to find if there was like a reason why. Oh, he'll was, totally like, get it. He'll understand everything. They, but there was, I guess there wasn't like any reason why they just cast him to cast him. It wasn't because he was in E.T. or anything. <laughs> That's so weird. Right, but he was also in Gerald's Game. Uh, he was in Ouija, Origin of evil mm. he was also That's right a, he's the priest in midnight mass yeah yeah okay he was and, the priest in origin of evil i think or yeah and uh he was in the haunting of hill house and just like he's been in a ton of stuff ton ton right. of things he's a good actor right we also have james gardner who plays frank you know the like fbi guy he was in the rockford files space cowboys maverick, maverick. i remember I, maverick yeah. yeah he was classic wasn't that, that with mel gibson yeah, that cowboy movie. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. the it was the card card movie. Card shark. Yeah, where they go on the river. Yeah. On the car on the. Uh, and he was a cop in that one too. Yeah. And he was going. He's after always Mel played that kind of character. You know? Yeah, he fits it. He does it well. All right, the budget <clears throat> the budget for this film was fifteen million dollars. Opening weekend, it only made six million dollars. Gross made nineteen million. So I guess you would consider this a bomb. Yeah, technically, because it didn't do twice as much or three times as much. Right. Even t- sometimes when they do twice as much, they're like, it's, Yeah, it's not enough. It's, it's not, not enough. enough. Yeah, it's like, well, at least we didn't go broke. Right. But yeah. So. What'd you think of this fine film? Well, this is actually a really good film. I, I, I really enjoyed watching this film. This is done in such a classic way, and it's like a TV film, like you said, right? Yep. Came in a time when it was not, I don't know, expected to be as good as it was, and it was. Right. It was really good. Right. And uh, I love the acting in this movie. It's just mm-hmm. all the different characters in it, all the different you know nuanced things, the way they shot it, the way that, you know, their reactions and stuff are kind of silly at times, but, you know... <laughs> Like, even what happens afterwards. But it's just all a really interesting story, regardless if it's true to you or not. I really enjoyed watching this again. Um, I do. It did kind of, like, while I was watching it, I was like, God, I feel like I've watched this recently. Even though it was, I think we watched it, like, three years ago or something like that on our own. Probably, yeah. Just out of the blue. I don't know why. I think we were just in the mood for it and said, fuck it. But yeah. I know what it was. It's because we went and stayed up at that cabin and we didn't realize we were right by the location where it happened. Oh. I didn't figure it out until we actually like left. Right. And I was like, oh shit. And then we watched the movie. It's funny too, because when we went up there, they had the old VCR and like the old TV. Yeah. And we watched movies up there. with uh, on, on VHS. On, on VHS. <laughs> that was actually really cool. Yeah, it was. It, it was, was a really neat experience. You know, I know we're in the cabin and it's like, but what are you supposed to do? You know, yeah, <laughs> you get drunk and you fucking eat food and watch, you, movies. watch movies and Tell shit. Stories. Yeah. And go hiking and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I really, I really fucking enjoyed this movie. I liked watching it again. I think Robert Patrick does an amazing job in this as well as this, uh, the main guy. I can't think of his name right off the top of my head. Um, D.B. Sweeney. Yeah. Yeah, he's actually really good in this. And Who we looks get, like Paul Judd. Yes, we were like, oh my God, that's that's Paul Judd. Or wait. Wait, is that his name? <laughs> What's his name? Ant-Man? 
What's his name? My God, now you got me all fucked up. Rudd, Paul Rudd. Yeah, my <laughs> God, Christina. <laughs> That's a dyslexic brain for you. You got me all fucked up. I'm a, I'm a half a step away from that. You're making it bad. <laughs> anyway, Paul Rudd, <laughs> he was the original Paul Rudd, by the way, D.B. Sweeney. <laughs> It's really uncanny, like their personalities. Do- when you too. watch this movie, if you guys are gonna watch this or just watch it, tell me he didn't seem like Paul Rudd, like especially in the beginning. When oh he's my like god, dude! Waddling around, yeah, like, and he's being like goofy. Yeah, he's being goofy, and it's mm-hmm. like totally. That's like it's like he stole his performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, some say this is like one of the best at abduction movies that have ever been made that are out there, which is saying a lot because, you know, we've had quite a few of these types of movies, but I think this one and probably like Close Encounters of the Third Kind are probably the most influential um, space movies other than like E.T. or some dumb shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is more of like the scary side of it or the, the whimsical or the magic magical side of it where it's like <gasps> magical. Where, well, I don't know about getting probed and stuff, but I mean like the whole like, oh my God, you're seeing something that you shouldn't see. It doesn't delve into like the whole like, you know, meeting the aliens or anything like that. It's all build up. Those two movies right. are very build up movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, the tension in this is pretty fucking good, too. So it is like the way that they use the the detective to like kind of, you know, get it out of each of them and how they're kind of blamed for murder. It kind of adds this element of like interest, which is all like true shit. You know, like they all took the test. They all took the lie detector test and all this other stuff. But it also has like some different shit about aliens that you didn't really hear in other stuff as well, because this was like really different uh, telling, you know, Mm -hmm. like the way that he talked about the ship and how it looked and stuff. And then how they showed it in the movie and stuff was really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you see all the ships now? Oh, the balls. Now they're all balls now. Bunch of testicles floating around. I don't even believe any of that. So much fucking easy graphic design shit now. Anybody can do it. It's like you can't even just like ghosts. Yeah. Well, that's a little different. (laughs) No, it's not. It is. (laughs) We've experienced it personally, so I don't want to hear it. You know what I mean? So I've seen stuff. All right. Let's not get off the subject. Okay. (laughs) But I'd say if you've never seen this and you like like movies like Close Encounters of the Third Kind and maybe Communion, you will pretty much love this. But I'd be hard pressed to know people who haven't seen this who have seen those movies too so right you know it's been enough time in between all of these so like you know these are kind of old now but the acting in it is it's just i don't know there's just a lot about it that's really good but the story is one of the biggest alien abduction stories out there too so whether you believe it or not it's just i don't know it's kind of interesting to see different people's perspectives on like this kind of stuff and it seems like this movie was so influential that it actually influenced the next movie that we're going to talk about. Oh, totally. As well as many other films. So we'll be pointing that out in the spoiler section, of course. But I would say that this is an easy eight. Easy eight. Mm-hmm. It's not as impressive as I remembered it, but still a solid film. You know what I mean? Like, I really like this film, <clears throat> but we've just been spoiled by everything these days. So we always see movies that show so much more. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? But I still think it's a solid eight. You know. Mm-hmm. What about you? I like this movie, obviously. I still like this movie. It's a good movie. It. I did see it in the theater when it came out. It freaked me the fuck out as a kid for, you know, obvious reasons. Besides those reasons, 
um it's a great story and like you said it's like acted well and just the pacing of the story it's it's still really good and yeah it does it does come off like a <laughs> it does come off like a made for tv movie if it didn't have you know the last scene it would be a tv movie but that the last scene you can't have that kind of shit on tv or back then you know what i mean the last scene the abduction oh the you, abduction scene yeah that's not the last scene everything everything yeah because they it's built not the up last scene the last scene is the big the, okay scene. the big scene yeah <clears throat> but i like the story of mike and i thought most of the movie was about mike the friend and i like the tension of the people assuming that like they murdered him and i liked how uh they made you believe they might be making it up like using like the the tabloid stuff and like not trusting dallas the one guy and like nobody believing these guys even their own families like oh yeah like, that's kind of like, his own Jesus wife Christ, yeah that was tragic right yeah. there i was like damn dude that's some cold that's shit tough. Uh, but i really like the lighting effects they did in yeah. the woods and stuff um the only thing i wish they had it was blue screen back then i think oh was i don't know uh, the only thing I felt that was lacking was like the indigenous perspective. It's like mentioned in passing, mm. like twice it's mentioned. What do you mean? Uh, because uh, that area just, you know, we're from Arizona. That area, there's a lot of stories it's about an indigenous land area. Yeah. And oh. the White Mountain Apache tribe is like in that area. And I really think they, they could have added that element. They talk about natives, the natives and like what they yeah, think. Yeah, in passing, of it. Yeah. they said on the news and <clears throat> how there was stories. But there are stories like I'm not going to repeat what the stories are. I don't think I would do it justice. But uh, yeah. And then they, they, they saw an indigenous guy walking in the woods and like that was it. And they just like mentioned it. Like I said, they just mentioned it in passing. They should have. They should have. It, that would it would have been cool if they would have had more of that element because it's so present up there. Right. But anyway, but, but again, like okay, so watching watching this movie this time as an adult, I'm I do get a little bit triggered just because I recently had to go through like a missing person experience where like you have to deal with search parties and cops and stuff. Right. So it it did it just triggered me with that you know them just not listening or believing right or like not doing anything expedient not doing anything at all right and all these people there and then just questioning you over and over and over and honestly and then you having to trust your own goddamn judgment because you don't know what the fuck's going on right like it it was it was honestly it was kind of it was a little bit hard for me to watch well, that, even though it had nothing to do with aliens, I've but been just through, that process. I've been through an experience where I was told that something happened and it didn't happen, you know, and nobody believed me when I told it. And I can make you go crazy. Yeah, it really can. It, it, really, it really is kind of crazy. You start to believe, like, well, maybe I did make it up. Right. You know, because everybody is telling you something completely different, and you're just like, I don't understand. How could this be? So, but Yeah. So what would you give it a score of? Like a nine. Really? I'd give it a nine. I still think it holds okay. up too. I just, it's a really good story. It is. I mean, whether it's true or not, like, I don't really care. Right. I don't know like, Travis Walton from anybody. I mean, I think I've seen a couple of his interviews and stuff like that. Some people don't believe him. Some do, you know, it's one of those things. Whatever. Right. Well, it's also like that other guy who came out about aliens or whatever too. The one that like, they did that other movie about where he like, I can't remember what it is, but. They did a documentary we watched recently here about him. 
and release more information about stuff. But there's also a, big, a lot of hoaxers and stuff that make stuff up too because they want to believe it so bad. Right. So, but whatever. Do you think really this care. is one of the scariest movies you've ever seen about aliens? Or I mean, is there any other ones I that you think besides Alien? Well, no, I mean like <laughs> movies that are about abduction or aliens coming to Earth in a in a scary way. Well, I don't think it's like scary anymore, obviously. Right. But yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anything. Okay. Well, a lot of people say the fourth kind. Wasn't that pretty... that found footage one? Yeah. It was like people believed it was oh, real. No, that was... real. It was like take place in Alaska right. they or were, whatever. Yeah. They were trying to make it look real. Yeah, but like none of it was real. Right. Obviously, because it was obviously not real. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of people still believed that it might be and uh, liked the movie because of it. So it was tried to do the Blair Witch thing, which. You know. Right. But we do have a little bit of trivia on this. Christina went and uh, watched a lot of like interviews with Travis Walton and uh, also some of the information about the movie behind the scenes and stuff like that. So if you don't want anything spoiled, you should go watch this movie. Do you know how, where they can watch it? No. You can watch it on, you know, Apple TV, uh, Amazon, Google Play, you know, YouTube. It's like four bucks anywhere or you can buy it for like $13 but it's like four bucks to rent uh, or you can pick up the disc like we did recently I think we got it for like 20 bucks or something like that uh, but other than that if you don't want anything spoiled here is your warning we're getting into our trivia now so the actual the actual incident happened November 5th 1975 in the National Forest near Snowflake Arizona mm. uh, Walton went missing for five days and six hours after after days of searching with scent dogs and helicopters, Walton says he reappeared by the side of the road near Heber, Arizona. That's a little bit different than the movie. Um, they said Heber in the movie. Yeah, but he was found at a gas station. Right. He said he called them from the gas station. But yeah, they they uh, they did mention he was in Heber. That's all I'm saying. Uh, the case received mainstream publicity and remains one of the best known alien abduction stories. Blah, you know all that stuff. But scientific spectators can still consider it a hoax. Uh, he wrote the book um, called oh. The Walton Experience. Mm, okay. He, uh, Travis Walton did. Uh, but Travis Walton has always resented the movie. He says it misrepresents his experience, especially the abduction scenes. Right. Which we know that there was a lot of stuff made up, right? Right. Uh, the screenwriter, you know, Tracy, uh, did say that the executives found Walton's account boring and insisted on changes, which I kind of agree. That, like, his, if you actually watch him talk about it, it is kind of just boring well, Do you want to compare it? Well, yeah. So... In the movie, I'll just explain that, and then you can tell me what's different. So in the movie, he gets... They come back for him after they shock the shit out of him. Smoke comes out of his mouth. He wakes up, and he's in some weird fucking pod where he's got all this jelly-like shit all over him, and he busts... There was no pod. Right. Well, just hold... Let me finish, and then you can change... Tell me what's different. He gets out of the pod, breaking out of it, and then he has, like, this umbilical cord that's, like, tied to him that he grabs onto, and he's, like, floating free space style. And then, like, which I feel like they did on an airplane in the movie or something. Like, it must have been. Oh, because he was floating? Yeah, because there's... I don't know those, how they would have done that wire those, work. Those, it was wire work. It really was. It really was wire work, and it was the same people who worked on... Well, they were supposed to work on the James Cameron Spider-Man. Oh. And D.B. Sweeney was actually... Actually, he wasn't supposed to be cast in the role, but the the movie executives pushed him to be cast 
the last minute because they were running out of time. So D.B. Sweeney was really excited to be in the role because he was working with the special effects crew because he thought he could get the Into gig Spider-Man. on Spider-Man. That's funny. Because he did good wiring work. Okay. Yeah, it was really good, actually. I was surprised by that. So, But anyway, he goes floating around. He goes breaking into another pod, and there's like a half-melted dude in there who's like, Ooh! and he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> he's like got his hands in the guy's muck, like his waist-down muck, which I was just like, ew, what the fuck? And then he goes into this chamber where the aliens are. They see him. He goes to get a medallion on his chest. They lock him on a table. And they put that that sheet over top of him and then like drill into like different parts of his body and stuff like put that little eye thing on, pour the milk in his eye and drill next to his eye like you're doing a um, lobotomy almost. And then he wakes up. Yeah. So he wakes up on a table and he describes the three men over him. Uh, he freaks out and he grabs he grabs like an instrument or something and he he jumps up and he, he's ready to like fight these guys. <laughs> But then they you mean leave. The aliens? So yeah, I guess the aliens. And then they leave the room. And then something about like a girl walks in and then leads them into another room. And then they just walk them off the spaceship. Really? Yeah. They're like, well, you fucked up the experiment and we're leaving now. Yeah. He also said, I saw, I read somewhere that he also said he, uh, he got struck by lightning. Like Later when he on. was, no, when he was standing there before he got, you know, beamed up into the ship, he got struck by lightning and it passed him out. Oh, that's, yeah, because they shocked him. Yeah, they shocked him. Yeah, they cattle prodded him like a like a cattle. So, yeah, that's weird. So That's why the smoke came out of his mouth in the movie, I guess. Did you see that? Yeah. He took a big vape hit. Because <laughs> they had vapes back then? Yeah. <laughs> so three years, so, okay, so three years after the film's release, uh, Walton ended up writing another book, and he called it Fire in the Sky, The Walton Experience. If you want to read that book, it, he just wanted to clarify his own events compared to like the movie. Right. It's like, okay. Uh, also, Walt, uh, also, there was a. That's there funny. were actually uh, seven men in the logging crew. Uh, the writers whittled them down to six uh, for the movie, uh, not wishing to confuse the audience with too many characters. Uh, all seven men have passed lie detector tests. Some of them have taken them twice because it was also they also re- they also after the movie they also redid the lie detector tests again and they all passed again. So right. Was, well, wasn't there one person right. that didn't, or is that just fact? It's inconclusive. One was. Yeah, one was. But I guess he ended up retaking it and he passed. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Travis. Also, Travis had two brothers. Uh, one who believed his co-workers murdered him and he was like out on the search crew, like looking like through through bushes of thing. The other brother actually believed he was abducted because that brother had seen shit in the woods before. So like he actually. Ugh. Yeah. So that's kind of freaky. Um, also, Travis's mother was very involved in search efforts, which, you know, wasn't in the movie. Um, and then the real Travis and his wife, Dana, were they made the cameos in the movies where uh, there was like a uh, a town meeting at the church. They were like sitting sitting in the church with that. By the way, I wanted to mention the guy who played uh, Travis Walton's brother in the movie, the one brother, is Scott McDonald. He is also the guy who played Jack Frost in the comedy horror movie about a killer snowman. 
And I recognized him right away because of his jaw. <laughs> uh-huh. His jaw is like something else, man. He's almost got that guy, you know, who uh, was famous for his jaw that was in the Maniac Cop movies. Uh, but yeah, he's Jack Frost in Deep Fried Jack coming up. And I was like, oh, my God, that's that's the dude. Like, holy shit. I was like, oh, my God. So I, I just couldn't shake him being not playing the character for some reason. I don't know why, because he's just so distinct looking i guess oh but anyway so if you actually go to heber arizona there is a smoke shop called fire in the sky f-y-r-e fire in the sky and you can actually pull them up on google maps and inside the store it's all alien themed nice so just so you guys know if you're so if ever, you want to get high so if you're ever in your snowflake or heber what do they sell pot now they might no they're not a dispensary they're just a smoke shop yeah can't do that without a license. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got. You watched the interviews with him on uh, I Joe watched, Rogan and shit. I watched the Joe Rogan interview. I mean, you know, it was okay. Like, <laughs> he's a boring guy. Yeah. Uh, did Joe p- actually push him? Like, actually push him? Or was he just like... No. No, he didn't push it him. It was just questions. Really? Yeah, he just asked some questions. Like, what do you see... Oh, what's the blah, 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 you know. Does he seem believable? Like, do you, yeah. when you hear him talk, does it seem like I mean, it? I'm not going to gatekeep anybody's experience, you know. I mean, I, mean, I think it's okay to have a reasonable amount of, like. I believe him. Why not? I don't see why he would be doing that for money, you know. I feel mm. like if someone asked him, like, he probably won on the Joe Rogan thing because he was asked. That's what I feel like. Do you think that one guy who like put something in his food or something and then he just had like a bad trip and then like. They- I mean, he might. And then they all, all eight of them stuck to the story. Someone would have broke by now. Yeah. but I mean, that's true. They did talk about, they talked about the spaceship and stuff. Yeah. Right? And there, oh, actually, and there were people who that saw, saw the light that night who weren't, there was like a hunter, like a. It was like a sheriff from Phoenix who was in town hunting with his wife and they saw the light, you know. He said it was red light. Or something. Yeah, red light. Yeah, that's why they call it a fire in the sky because they thought the forest was on fire, so they call it fire in the sky, yeah. Yeah. I didn't think it looked like a fire. It looked like someone's putting their brake lights on. Yeah, somebody was shining a flashlight (laughs) (laughs) through the woods. Someone's got the brake lights on. They're backing it up. (laughs) That would be white, too. (laughs) Beep. They were talking to me in beep language. I just think, like, I don't know. It just sucks if something happens to you, and no no matter what it is, and no one believes you, and people, like, try to prove you wrong and stuff. It sucks. But, I mean, I understand the other point of, like, people who try to make money and stuff and lie and stuff like that. But if you're not I just, it's hard. Like, I don't know, man. I mean, it's... Uh, Do you, you know, believe it? Do you believe them? I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. It just right. seems uh, a little little hard to believe that, you know, if... if I don't... I believe aliens exist, okay? I just don't know that we're having that many experiences here on this planet. Yet. Well, I mean, and if they, and if they are, then, then, then there's, there's, there's two reasons for it. Either they created us and they're interested in their ant farm, or there's some shit here on Earth that they need they to get, need. and they would just destroy us to get it. And they are either, either A, they already got it, and they are gone, and we don't see them ever again, and we're just making shit up, or... 
Or, hold on, I'm not done. I got a third crazier theory. Is that we are visiting ourselves from the future. That's what I was going to say. It could be a time travel thing. Right. Which I think is the most believable thing honestly then like well, yeah like we the, break a sound they, or, or light yeah. barrier or some shit like that in the future and it goes back in time somehow right or if we're like hurling through space i mean why wouldn't it be another timeline or dimension or whatever i don't know yeah like the the universe is a big place that's a fact so it uh, could be anything well it's it funny because be we went from aerodynamic to balls now so like that's not very aerodynamic well they might have advanced because they know our you know our atmosphere no shit. no, no. So it's not like, that they advance it's just... let's let's uh let's make it a ball because we we can reflect shit better than being just like a, a speared mirror so what are, let's talk about like just a couple of our favorite scenes since we spent so much time on like the history and the lore of it and everything like that i know one of my favorite scenes off the bat and i kind of mentioned it already and we kind of did for our, our shot mm-hmm. it's when he is when uh, travis walton is hiding under the table in his welcome home party and he's starting to have like flashbacks of the aliens and the syrup falls over on the table and it's dripping and it's going closer and closer and closer to the edge. And as soon as that syrup hits his cheek, he's in full on fucking flashback. I love that. I thought that was a really cool little, you know, I bet you they didn't plan that out. That was like probably on the spot thought. Maybe. Maybe like the kid, the syrup just kept falling over. And they were like, God damn it. Well, maybe we'll just put it in, you know? I, I couldn't find anything on it, but... Yeah, it was a good scene. And then when uh, his uh, snowflake keychain was floating and he went to, like, go grab it and shit. I mean, that whole scene, it, like, that's what makes the movies the whole sure. alien abduction. Yeah, the like, abduction experience. scene is what really everybody... That's the, like, mega punch for the whole fucking movie. Right. But it's also kind of like... You know, been there, done that once you've seen it a couple of times or so. So it's like. Right. I did like the end of the movie, too, because they kind of wrapped it up. They didn't just like leave it. They, you know, he went and saw Travis and he right. permitted himself, you know, for obvious reasons. That's why I say like the movie's pretty much about Mike. Sorry, I said Travis. Mike, like. Oh, yeah. And yeah. no one believing Mike and him being, you know, put through all that from everyone, right. including his wife. I'll tell you what. I don't care if you believe me or not. I miss him. I miss him bad. I miss him just as much as you do. And you, from here on out, if you don't believe me, that's fine. I don't give a shit. But you tell me to my face. (laughs) (laughs) And then his wife is there at the church against him, conspiring against him. Well, no, she just wants to know what's going on because it's an unbelievable thing that happened. Right. So, like, I mean, I understand that perspective, too, and they're trying to figure it out, and he's gone, he's missing, and then he, what, he just shows up? Like, what the fuck? I don't care. Me and you have already talked about this shit in the past, and we've said that if we were to ever have something like that happen, we would never doubt each other. Right. I mean, we might have doubts, but we would be like, holy shit. Well, we would you know, make sure you're not insane first. <laughs> yeah, but you would you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't nah, do that to I me. I wouldn't. I would never do that to you either. Well, I would believe you. Anytime you've ever said anything, I'm like, I believe you. And then I try to break it down and we both try to break it down together. We never try to fucking cut each other off like that right. and say, Oh, that didn't happen. Unless it's like something like doing the dishes or exactly. <laughs> You never do them. <laughs> um, well, it's like when my dad was going through the uh, West Nile virus and he was hallucinating. 
I mean, you're not supposed to be like, oh, dad, you're hallucinating when he sees something in the room. Oh, we were kind like of wondering you, if he actually saw it and it like tuned his brain. That's exactly. And that's why I was like, well, well oh, oh, well, what he is was serious? What does it look like? That's what I would say. Oh, oh, do you? Oh, who's that? What is what does it look like? Are they saying anything to you? Yeah. Like, that's what I would tell say. him about the time that he saw the guy in the corner. You would always see the guy oh sitting in the God. chair. It was in the hospital. Yeah, this is West was- Nile, by the way, guys. This is a disease that 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 um, uh, mosquitoes carry. And it just—it was something that ha- came out in like 1997. I don't know. It was like it was like when I was like it was like out of high school or something like that. And fucking like everybody, they, we had a bird drop. It was like a- avian flu, and then there was West Nile virus, and it came right after that. And anyway, I never knew what it was like, and and it causes this. But everyone has a different experience every time they have it. That's why they have a hard time trying to control it and stuff. Or so diagnose my, it, probably. Yeah, and my dad had really bad hallucinations when he first when his brain first started swelling like he didn't remember anything he didn't remember who i was like he did it was really really difficult uh when he went to the second hospital that's when he started seeing things he he would see people in the room and then he also couldn't distinguish between his dreams and like reality and he even said that they wheeled him down into the infer infirmary and they were going to put him <laughs> in the fire. In the fire. Wow. And he was, yeah, it was really fucking freaky what he was. That's some was fucking saying. Jacob's Ladder type it, shit right there. Yeah. You know and then I mean? it's like, well, what do you say to someone who's going through that? You know what I mean? And they. What well, pit- you certainly don't go to a church where everybody's yelling that your husband's a murderer. <laughs> That's what you don't fucking do, you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but he even, he was even yelling at me and telling me he was going to call the cops if I didn't like because they were trying to do tests on him so I was like trying to calm him down and like he thought they were attacking him yeah so it's just crazy it's it's the mind the brain is just crazy and it could even like I enjoy watching on TikTok uh, people with schizophrenia I don't enjoy that and what, at all. Well, we, no, I, I, I that's think the most it's uncomfortable inter- thing no, no, in the no. world. It's interesting. It's interesting because the way they cope with it, and uh, there's even somebody who wears smart glasses to make sh- to distinguish between the hallucinations. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, it's interesting to me. They use their camera. Yeah. To distinguish between because if they can watch back and- on the camera and it's not on the it's not on the video, right? Then they know then it's they not know. real. Which is it just just knowing like I've watched stuff like that. I can't watch it because it scares me. That's how easily your mind could just yeah you know from some like old like and also like dormant uh, fucking thing that your family has or Alzheimer's. I, Alzheimer's. I, yeah, I like watching the TikTok accounts where they're taking care of their parent who has Alzheimer's and they're in their home and they're they're like teaching you like how to deal with it. Well, that's and, a like, scary thing to be too, patient. because it's very rampant. It's not. It's not like right. a little thing, and right. a lot of people don't realize that that's like one of the biggest diseases in the world. Right, and uh, dementia. Yeah, and dementia. Yeah, and it's like there was, was for older was, people too. Wasn't there a movie where they like tried to cre- create a like cure for it and turn into a zombie thing? Oh, I don't know. I don't <laughs> I'm remember. pretty sure. Yeah, it was like I think it was World War Z where they were trying to like come up with a cure for Alzheimer's and it it uh, turned into a fucking zombie outbreak they're close to there there's a medication coming out i mean it's supposed to slow the alzheimer's down alzheimer's yeah alzheimer's 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 it's scary i've watched like specials on it but yeah speaking of just not being believed yeah that's some fucking heavy shit yeah 
that's all I'm saying. It's hard. Yeah. But anyway, I think that's enough sharing about the movie. I mean, did you like the end? <laughs> did you like how they like kind of like he goes back to the spot and he tells Mike to come with him and Mike's like mad at him because his whole life got destroyed from it? He's like, no, I loved it. I loved if it. If you wouldn't have fucking gone out there, yeah, you know, they the, were both wrong. Yeah, he left they, him and they, they talked it out. They talked it out and they were fine. Right. Hopefully. Like men do. You know what I'm saying? They sh- They drank a beer and killed a deer, and then they were good. <laughs> they arm wrestled. Sorry. They arm wrestled. <laughs> I was choked. Anyway, well, we used to. What was that show that we used to watch on YouTube? That uh, like the guy went a little crazy. Oh yeah, that guy went crazy. Oh um, shit! What was that called? Tyler was his name, yeah. but I can't remember. It was like channel, or it was like really popular dude like it, it was, was one of the first youtubes too youtube channels yeah it was like uh i can't remember what it was called it was some weird innocuous name if you know just let us know we're just, it's just not yeah but the guy was named tyler or whatever he used to do like five six videos a week at least you know With and then like footage and, and then all of a sudden it started kind of dwindling down then we didn't see anything for like months at a time. And then we come to find out like before this, he started talking about people following him around. Like he was like he was building going crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he just like got so wrapped up in it. And then there was like rumor that he had done something to his girlfriend or yeah. whatever. And then he was saying that they were making that up to try to like make him look bad and make him look incredible in, you know, like, like he wasn't right. credible. And then it just like, I think that kind of soured it for me a little bit, Yeah, you know, because I was like interested in that kind of stuff. Not as much as like something like Patrick was. Mm -hmm. Patrick was like really into it. Our old co-host. And like, I was like, I don't know, man, half the shit you're pointing out. I feel like that could just be made up. You know, well, you, I mean? you know, and it, it's not a bad thing to be skeptical. But, but we are, I think we're pretty moderately you. skeptical about things. You know, we, we yeah. don't just trust anything. But we're not close to the fact that, you know, Right, I'm maybe. not close to anything. I mean, you know, I'm not close to anything. There could be a God for all I know. Well, yeah. I, mean, you know, I just think the just... more and more I get older, I think the, the less and less important we are. <laughs> so, so it just really becomes less and less realistic that it would be real because we're just not that important. Like, nobody right. gives a shit, you know? Just let us die on our stupid rock and, like, yell at each other about dumb shit. Secure Team 10. Secure Team 10. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah, but you can't find that anymore. They, like, took down all his videos. They started taking down his videos. <laughs> That's not true. He's been posting. <laughs> Has he really? Four days ago. 13 days ago. Yep. 2 million, 2.5 million subscribers. Yeah, I had to stop following it because I just didn't know what to I believe think, anymore. I know. I don't know if he's... He might have sold the channel. I don't know. But, yeah. Anyway. It started getting it, weird. It was It was cool. You know, for it was fi- just fun. For Fifteen years ago. <laughs> yeah, and that's 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 when we started getting wrapped up into uh, nukes. Top ten. Yeah, nu- yeah. Then the, now it's ghosts. Top five. Yeah. It was it was alien and UFOs, now, and now it's ghosts. Yeah, and that's the only thing we watch on YouTube. And now right? and now it's it's uh, next door apps. <laughs> now it's neighborhood <laughs> drama. We have evolved. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of evolving, we're gonna we evolved into the future of another movie uh, called Extraterrestrial. And it came out in 2014. This is a movie by the Vicious Brothers, who, if you may know, did the Grave Encounters movies, which were the kind of making fun of the... um, Found footage? No, Ghost Adventures. I haven't seen those. I still haven't seen those. 
Well, you bought me the second one. Did I? But you didn't. Yeah. You oh. randomly. I don't know why. You were like, oh, it was only five bucks. So I got it for you. Oh, I must have been at FYE or something. No, it was on Amazon. It was just oh. on a flash sale and you were like just in the mood. Oh. So you got it for me. But yeah. anyway, um, Extraterrestrial is a movie about a group of friends on a weekend trip to a cabin in the woods that find themselves terrorized by alien visitors. And the tagline is, these aliens don't come in peace. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought you were going to make one of those. It's like, I can't escape these fucking jokes. These skeet dude. jokes. <laughs> Jesus. I held that one in since the beginning of the episode, by the way. Uh, but, yeah, no, it, it really is. These aliens don't come in peace. <laughs> oh, my God. They come out loud. Um, the director typically is Colin Minihan, by the way, and his writing partner and like creator, they kind of like do everything together, but mostly Colin Minihan does like the direction, at least in this movie. Um, they did also the, it stains the sands red, which is a really good movie. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah. We, we I think we, at the time we were like, it was like a 7.5 when it came out for me. It was like about that model chick who like yeah they got a lot they had to walk through the desert. desert yeah and she has like a zombie she meets or something along the way and it's like really weird yeah it's a weird movie but i i still i have it on our list because i, I want to watch it so i do too i want to rewatch that yeah one. i would like to do a review of that at some point but his partner is Stuart ortiz um they kind of go back and forth and uh, wanted to come up with this movie particularly because they don't you know these aren't the type of movies we usually see we have the cast, which is Brittany Allen, who is in a really good movie called What Keeps You Alive. She plays the character April in this movie. She was also in It Stains the Sands Red as well. Right. And the boys uh, TV show. She played Pop Claw, which I think was the sex party scene character. Oh, One yay. of them. Also starring Freddie Stroma, who plays Kyle. He was in Harry Potter as Cormac McLagan. McLagan. He was also in Pitch Perfect and The Inbetweeners. We have Jesse Moss, who plays Seth. He was in Tucker and Dale versus Evil, The Uninvited, Final Destination 3. He's the, like, cool guy with the, the glasses or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's kind of a douche in the in the movie. Um, Anya Savchik, who is Lex in the movie. She's in the Loudermilk TV show, Dirk Gently's TV show, Nancy Drew TV show. We also have Melanie Papaya, Papaya, I think, P-A-P-A-L-I-A. She plays Melanie. Uh, She's in the show Hell or High Water, Suits TV, Newsroom TV. We also have Gil Bellows, who plays the sheriff, who you probably will recognize. He was in Patriot. He was also in Love and a 45 as one of the main characters and in uh, the movie The Shawshank Redemption. And we get legendary Michael Ironside in here as Travis's father. Or, well, not Travis's. I'm thinking of Travis Walton. Uh, he's the father the father's friend who's like the crazy guy who believes all the conspiracies about the aliens that they can fight in later on. And uh, he was in Starship Troopers, Top Gun, Total Recall, and the and the guy that makes the dude's head explode in scanners. Uh. He's the, the villain. This movie had a budget of $3 million. Um, it did play, uh, you know, it did have a release, but I don't think it did as well. Like, you, I don't know how much it did. Uh they don't have it on here anyway, but Blitz Berlin did the music for this, by the way, too. So, and they did the music in um, the Void. 
Oh. So I thought that'd be interesting. So, Christina, what are your thoughts about this fine film? Well, The Void was a much better movie than this, and I would like to talk about that instead. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Okay, this movie is like complete, the complete solar opposite of fucking Fire in the Sky. Like, there's just like too much drama going on. Every fucking- Melodrama. Dude, every single character is out of fucking control. <laughs> like, uh, there's just, it's just too much. There's and there's not balance. There's not balance between the drama and the sci-fi. Where the other one, there was like a balance there and a flow and a flow. This has no flow. This one is just like like fucking all over the place. Yeah, it kind of spikes in some areas with like some over the top stuff, and then it like and then it's like slow. The characters' dialogue is a little oof. lame. Yeah. yeah, cringy. It's very like oh cabin in the woodsy kind of feel like in the not so ironic way right like, <laughs> unironically to... you know yeah and it, it everything we've seen before it's, it has so many tropes it does like, do I some new even... things though y- yeah but it's like it's not a good way though i think right i feel you it's an annoying way at least the cops believed it was happening not to spoil anything i'm not spoiling anything but you know that's one good thing and then the ending was really good because it it's was dark. over and it's it was good but uh i we have seen this before i thought i'd never seen this one and then we started watching it. i was like we fought we f- have fucking seen this before and i i hope to god i never get to see it again <laughs> but like you said the music was really good so four out of ten okay what about you well I, I agree it is very 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 melodramatic cheese and it's kind of like typical in that sort of like 2000s like teen horror movie way you know yeah. what i mean where it's just kind of a little overly annoying i know what you did last it's summer a, it's, it's got like a woods. 90s annoying kind of feel yeah. to it but it's 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 a little more clever than that dialogue wise so it, it is it's a it's like a offshoot of it but in a, in a in a more positive way but it's still kind of it's a little hard to swallow it just doesn't i don't know it just doesn't feel natural Mm-hmm. you know but and she and she's right like it does do it does borrow a lot i mean straight up from fire in the sky too like there's like almost purpose there's like yeah i mean i think they were yeah they but might it, have but it, it's classic it's so. almost kind of like they were like well this is just the lore of real aliens right that guy's real uh <laughs> i don't know um but they like basically pulled stuff out from from fire in the sky even like the back arching thing you know where the alien like shoots the light down and he goes floating up that's the whole cover of the fire in the sky thing Mm -hmm. like you'd be hard pressed not to find an alien abduction movie that doesn't do that though so it just kind of makes it feel a little cool yeah it just makes it feel a little unoriginal in that regard um since you know since fire in the sky but there is some different things that they do in it that are kind of cool like the very opening scene is kind of interesting like you've never seen that in a movie um they try to do like a couple of things in the movie that are different that i thought were cool and they kind of you know go a lot further than what fire in the sky does intentionally because they want to see but it ends in a way that is kind of like again it feels like another trope and it's funny i literally just watched kids versus aliens and it's almost got the same fucking ending right it was it was confusing me too we shouldn't maybe we shouldn't have watched that movie <laughs> yeah well that's the funny thing confused i just did a review of kids versus aliens and it's like i've watched three different alien movies (laughs) this week and it's like holy shit um 
I mean, at least that one was a comedy. This one is definitely not. This is right. super serious. Like right. everybody is. Not. Yeah, I don't know. It's just I I couldn't get into the characters. I think there was just something about it. It's it's extremely average in a lot of ways. Even though it is shot extremely well and it's well lit and it's got everything in its picture perfect spot, it just feels kind of generic in that regard. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's just I think. I don't know. Maybe it's the acting and the in the lead girl who's in this. She's fantastic in the other movie. Mm-hmm. The one where about the uh, the uh, what keeps you alive. Right. You remember that movie, right? No, I didn't watch it. But... Essentially about like two girls go out to celebrate something together and one of them pushes the other off a cliff mm-hmm. and she has to survive. And it's like, oh, God. She's in. She's fantastic in that movie. Mm-hmm. She's great. Um, she's a final girl, like a motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like she's really good. So seeing her in this was like it, it's kind of just not her for her. But right. I don't know. I I feel like it's okay. Like it's not a bad watch. It's it's just you wish it was more. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm giving it a five. It's just average. It just didn't impress me. It was long. It was like two hours. Yeah, it was like an hour and 45 minutes or something like, like that. It felt like three hours. <laughs> I still I still appreciate that they tried to do a couple of different things in it, but it just wasn't enough to, to raise the score that much. And, you know, I like some of their other movies, so it's not like, you know, so you win some, you lose some. It's just not for me. And maybe I just wasn't in the mood for it after we watched Fire in the Sky because it felt like it was a higher... Oh, bar, yeah. A higher bar to beat, you know? Yeah. So it's like you watch a more modern movie and it starts playing it like a fucking I Know What You Did Last Summer movie mixed with aliens, which, you know, there are some good things in the movie that they do with aliens that I liked that they don't normally do with these kind of things. Like if an alien gets hurt or something like that, they usually just disappear. Right. They never, like, find them or anything. This movie kind of, like... They stick around. Yeah, they stick around. And that's kind of interesting. So I guess, you know, that is kind of cool. And they make them scary, you know. So that's also kind of cool, too. But in the end, I think it's just a 5 out of 10 because the overall vibe of the film is eh. So, unfortunately. And I went out and bought this one because I was like, oh, my God, I don't think I've ever seen this. And I was like, we watched it and we were like, yeah, I remember seeing this. Oh, we've seen this. (laughs) Fuck. But I don't. Yeah, but it wasn't as. Yeah. It's just painfully average. I wouldn't see it higher than a six. If someone gave it higher than a six, I'd be surprised. But, you know, maybe one of you guys out there love this stuff, love that movie, and you saw it before you saw everything else, and it was great to you. But it was hard to get over the fact that it was mimicking a lot of other really good movies and not doing it as well for me. (laughs) So, but you gave it a four, I gave it a five, so 4.5 as a BTV stamp. Nice sound effect. Yeah, underwhelming. Um, We do have a lot of trivia. Not a lot. We have a little bit of trivia. This movie didn't have a whole lot of trivia to go along with it, and I even watched the extras on the disc and stuff. So, um, But I didn't do the, the, the track, the hidden track behind the oh. movie or whatever because I didn't have time. But I do have a bit of stuff here. If you don't want anything spoiled, we're going to go over some of the scenes that we liked or disliked and kind of chew it up a little bit to see uh, what we thought of that. So if you have not seen the movie Extraterrestrial and you're at least curious about it, like maybe you liked Grave Encounters. And uh, I thought personally that Grave Encounters was better than this. And 
I like the sequel actually story wise um because it's kind of wild the stuff that they do in that movie but extraterrestrial is out on amc plus so if you have a subscription to that you can do it it's also on direct tv so if you have a subscription to that i think they even have a vod for that or you can rent it from your digital outlets for four bucks or buy it for 13 so just you know but if you don't want anything spoiled here is your warning so this movie took uh, about 21 days to make it's pretty good oh well it's all in one place you know for a three million dollar budget this movie kind of looks like it has a 15 million dollar budget yeah with the lighting like they do special effects that's one thing that the vicious brothers are really good at is making a movie look big i just don't like how they handled it like dialogue wise a little bit and like some of the story elements that they did Mm -hmm. it just it was not interesting to follow these teenagers into uh alien abduction right it just kind of bothered me a lot but ultimately this film looks really looks pretty slick you know i like, like that i like the way the aliens look in this they're all creepy with long old arms and shit right well they, they said that that was an intentional purpose because they they you know they don't want to see some tentacle thing he's like when you close your eyes and you go to sleep at night and you think about aliens you, you think about them like this you don't think about them like with tentacles and like weird dog faces and shit like that you know you you think of like aliens so we wanted to keep it as traditional as possible to the human experience and maybe that's why some of these scenes you know were completely jacked from like fire in the sky right like when the girl goes out and fucking sees the fucking alien ship and they're all in the car like what are you doing what are you doing Get back the it's car. literally like verbatim i mean it could be they even om- shut the door on her yeah it could be homage you know it could be an homage but uh she gets sucked up into the spaceship which is not in fire in the sky which you think is in fire in the sky but it's only on the cover of fire in the sky <laughs> so that's you know maybe that's why they did that because you know they're like i always thought he was gonna get sucked up me too and he got struck by lightning i forgot i thought he got sucked up right so they did that maybe and it was an homage thing because obviously it's the better film <laughs> it maybe not to them I, I don't know but uh i don't know you know it just it just looks like a good film. Like they they did a good job with it for three million dollars. When you think about how much money they spent on it, right? They probably spent ten million on fucking fire in the sky. Fifteen. Yeah, fifteen million. There you yeah. go. And that was like how many years before it? Right. So I mean, think about that. Like they did a pretty good job here. The aliens look pretty good in this one. They shot it a couple of times. They they, they lost it in the pool. Um, and part of the reason why is because they didn't. They were going to do practical aliens and the special effects guys were like don't do it it just is not gonna look the same and us trying to compare make the uh, two compare, yeah compare. like to try to make them look the same is gonna be a fucking nightmare so just don't do it so i was kind of hoping that they were gonna fight some aliens you know physically and they do she shoots them she shoots the doors off and shoots the alien and it bleeds black blood and falls in the pool right so there's a scene where uh april which is Brittany Allen's uh, character is speaking with her father during a Skype call on her desktop. You can see a pirated copy of Grand Grave Encounters, actually. Oh, can you? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny, which, you know, they did that movie, obviously. So they just wanted to kind of add a little Easter egg in there. Um, they also, the end of the movie where they go into the whole x Filesy style thing, Mm-hmm. which, you know, I don't want to spoil this for people who haven't seen Kids versus Aliens, but it's kind of similar. 
Mm-hmm. But this one, it's uh, the two of them get shot mm-hmm. by the military. And there's a guy who's like, they compare to the smoking man from X-Files. Oh. But it's daytime. So, you, you know, he was always in the office whenever Mulder. Shit was going down. Yeah. You remember when they would always have those meetings? With mm-hmm. the, the Not Mulder, not them, but their boss would mm-hmm. talk to that guy. Mm-hmm. But that was intentional. They wanted to do the X-Files thing with that mm-hmm. um but that's pretty much it that's there's really not that much fucking shit about this movie that they did mm-hmm. um they just said to, you know they really wanted to try to make this movie look big and i think they achieved it i wish it was better than on my experience but you know doesn't happen sometimes it just yeah doesn't it happen. sucks man like i really was hoping this was going to be a good one Mm-mm. you know and i was like man i just bought this it too <laughs> on a whim uh, one of my favorite scenes, though, scenes was in the beginning, so it, like, sucks you in. Oh, when the girl's in the, the girl, phone booth. The girl goes to the gas station, and he will not let her in. Like, she's obviously, like, suffered something traumatic. Yeah. And he fucking won't unlock the door, and then he, he clicks the sign to close. We're closed. So then she runs over to the phone booth, right? And she gets sucked up. And then, of course, the gas station guy was like, oh, fuck. I'm like, yeah, you should help people. Yeah, he goes out. He goes out and he hears something and he's like, wait, where's the phone booth? Yeah, the phone booth was gone because the whole thing got sucked up. And then it crashes down. down. And it's like, and then they investigate it. And that's where the whole movie picks up, Mm -hmm. which is kind of cool. Yeah, that was original, I thought. Yeah, that was one of the more original things that I liked in the movie, too. There was another thing that they did. I mean, just just shooting the alien and then it dying in the pool was mm-hmm. different than you normally see as well. Mm-hmm. Although, if you watch Kids versus Aliens, they're they're killing them all over the place. But right. <laughs> and I I did like the the neighbor character Travis. He was like the the hermit guy who was in conspiracies and stuff. Right. He Michael was, Ironside. Yeah. He that he was funny. He He's was great. barely in the movie, but. He's well. He's the more, you know, veteran actor. Yeah. Out of all of them. But I like the character. It was funny. Right. It was his idea to wear that silly shirt, the duck shirt. Oh my god! Really? Yeah. He was like, I, the guy should wear something just ridiculous. And he's pretty big in this movie. Like he he looks pretty. He looks kind of big in this movie. So it was like kind of weird him wearing that shirt. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> but he's been around forever. You know. So mm-hmm. just I just when I think back to like scanners. And, like, just how thin oh, he was, right. you know, yeah. compared to that. But oh God, that was, like, 25 years ago compared to when this movie came out. You remember when he went to war and he fought those bugs and he lost his leg? No. Or was it his arm? I can't remember. Yeah, it was his arm. What movie was that? <laughs> Starship Troopers. Oh, we just watched that, too. Yeah, do you remember when he no, was, like... I don't like that movie. It he's the teacher. Me. He's the teacher. That movie annoys me. And then he goes into the military and then one guy is, like, yeah... You don't remember? They have the whole conversation no. about like citizen, what a citizen is mm-hmm. and what a, you know, servant is or whatever. Yeah. My nephew wanted to watch that movie really bad. He fucking loved it. Yeah, of course he did. That's the thing. It's like funny. Like he likes stuff that we like. Yeah. Which is great because, you know, you think of kids today watching. Cause like I was just talking to my friend. He He made a post and he was like. Oh, he's like when people like he had a meme and it was like when people say 50s movies are silly and dumb you know horror movies you know like the universal monsters and stuff which really is kind of silly to kids these days especially oh right but now they say the 80s movies are Are silly are silly and dumb because they are right (laughs) so it's like it just makes me feel really old 
you know what you I mean? Are. Of course, but you know, <laughs> I'm just saying like those are the movies that you that grew really up on. yeah they they percolated and like cultivated a creativity space in my brain that you know has just, all these ideas just like the movies coming out right now are going to do the same for the kids i don't know are they creative no. megan okay smile megan. okay what are, are the other original ones i mean i Not don't know malignant yeah well no because i don't think it was as wide it's going to be one of those underground it's a pretty unexpected movie it, that it will be like an evil dead where okay. it wasn't like it will it, it needs time yeah Anyway. Anyway. Um, back to this shit. By the way, the phone booth girl in the beginning was, uh, she, uh, her last name, the character. Was what? McPherson. So? Well, McPherson is another alien abduction story. Oh, okay. It's the fucking earliest one. Well, not the, the earliest. It's the first alien found footage movie. Oh, okay. Vinegar Syndrome sells it. It's oh. called the McPherson tapes. That's right. And it's got the alien that pops his head up in the window. Hey guys! <laughs> yeah, that looks totally fake. But it's it, it's hey one of those guys, movies that we should probably pick up or or at least watch. Uh-huh. It's probably on like you know Tubi or something like that that we can watch. Okay, just to like you know for historical purposes, kind of right. like like the, the Blair Witches and and like fucking the last broadcast is the McPherson tapes is definitely within that realm. Okay. It was made with VHS tape, like a family made it. <laughs> That's cool. And they and people believed it. Hey guys, <laughs> there's like a grandma and shit in it. You know what I mean? She's like, oh, oh, I'm scared. But um, I thought the other scene that was really different and unique was the saucer scene when they were out in the rain and they were like, well, at least the rain stopped. Oh yeah, you're right. And, and that, then he walks over, and then he's like, "Wait, it's he put raining." Out his hand. How is it raining over here? On my hands, and not over here, um, but not on me. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that's a that's that a really good. cool idea." That was good. You know what? Another original scene was the one when he got anal probed. Yeah. Okay, but that was ridiculous. <laughs> that was so ridiculous. Like the movie should have ended. Dude. Like Dude, they spin him around. He's like in the alien ship. He's like screaming and freaking out. And it's the douchey guy, so of course he gets the worst. Mm-hmm. They spin him around, and like you see the like thing spinning, and then the teeth come out at the same time, <laughs> like right as it's coming at his ass. Yeah, his bare ass. Yeah, and it doesn't show it, but it's like. It showed him screaming. It's so. funny because Colin didn't want to put it in the film and, and Ortiz did. And he was like, I don't know. That's too much, man. That's it was a, too much. It is a little too much. It was too much. But he's like, you know, we had to do it because, like, they're a team, you know? Right. So, and he, I mean, and in the end, again, we're watching a movie that we didn't really enjoy. It felt very average. And they do, like, we just named three things that we've never seen in another movie. So, is it really a five? I don't know. It just, it just was yes. really disappointing. It's because everything, it had moments, but everything else surrounding it was annoying. Yeah, it could have, it probably would have been lower if it wasn't for the those moments right yeah exactly there was that cool scene also though where the alien makes the fucking cop shoot himself with his mind powers yes with his mind powers (laughs) that was kind of cool because you get the whole story about the cop and his wife has gone missing right they built that up yeah they really built it out and then he just dies (laughs) it's like if you were to watch these little scenes like you would be like oh these are this is going to be a great movie, you know what I mean? But, like, 
I don't know. I don't know how it fell apart. Somebody needs to put just some of those scenes. You just need to put it on TikTok. Okay, well, here, let's point out some of the things it does wrong, and maybe that'll help. Oh, okay. Kind of, because we're painting the good stuff. Yeah, we are. Because that's our typical nature, but there is some things in the movie. Like, they get holed up in the basement while the aliens are attacking him, and the boyfriend kind of throws his life in the way to save his girlfriend. Instead of, like, going with her into the basement. Yeah, like, so fucking cheesy, dude. After uh, he proposed to her, and she said no. Right. You know, and and he's still, like, protecting her. Right. Like, I would have been like, fuck you. Which is fine, but it's like. Fuck you, bitch. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. (laughs) She 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 does. Obviously, she could take care of herself. I'm totally kidding, by the way. (laughs) It doesn't matter because. Just because you tell somebody you want to marry him doesn't mean they have to. (laughs) Are you fucking serious? You're not going to commit your whole fucking life to me? And but, we're, we're not but, even married, so but, what the fuck? But seriously, like, the whole proposal scene, and she's she's pretty much saying no, and then they get into an argument, and then the friends intrude, and that's when they see the aliens come, and that's Dude, when the aliens First come. of all, like, they already know that the Annoying. aliens use mind powers, so what the fuck? Are, he goes up there with a goddamn knife. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, that's some stupid shit right there. Right. And then his friend Seth, he gets taken. That's when he gets taken up to the spaceship was like shortly after that. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other girl wakes up in the in the jelly sacks like they did in yeah. Fire in the Sky. Well, also, she, she was home free. Like, she was ready to go. But no, she felt bad. So then she summoned the aliens to come and get her. She, she wanders out of the ship, and she's not floating or anything, so they had the good thought to not do that. <laughs> but uh, she's, like, seeing tons of people on the walls, including, like, a half-alien, half-human, which I thought was kind of all right. And then he finds her boyfriend, Kyle, and pulls him out of the wall, and she's like, I should have I should have said yes See, when you asked me to marry. And then he, he she tries to to chest compression him back to life (laughs) and she's crying and shit and it oh my god which it actually works which is so lame and she's like where you go i go (laughs) and then uh they show the three aliens standing next to them and the alien holds his arm up and this large light glows and when they wake up they're laying on the ground facing each other like in love and they wake up and it's like they start walking back to the house he's like you're you're fucking crazy april you came back for me and she was like where you go i go it's like oh like okay then then she found the engagement ring in a yeah. pile of blood. Oh God. No, she pulls it out of his pocket when she after they get shot. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. And then she begins. There's this whole three minute section where they play, where they're like her, f- like grabbing his hand and making him put the fucking ring on her finger as they're bleeding out from the gunshot wounds, and then they die on and the then ground. Thank God they die in the end of the movie. Yeah. And then... Uh, Besides that guy showing up. And the guy's like, that's the last of them to some dude in the suit talking about a cover-up. And they pan through the camp of people in hazmat suits and, like, doing all their, like, you know, research and shit to uh, the spirit in the sky. That's the spirit in the sky! The Elton John song. Which, by the way, they said they got very cheap. And oh, they think the that is in part because Elton John was so cool about it. Oh, and he was like, "Yeah, let's, because you know, it's an Elton John song he for Christ's like, sake. That's like the Beatles, practically. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. 
Maybe he's just like into aliens or something like that. Maybe he's into probing. You never know. So, I mean, 50% are. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, that was the end. Kind of an interesting end. It's like, I don't know, man. Like, I th- when I think back on it, I think, oh, those were some pretty cool scenes and things, but they really were just fast, fleeting moments. Mm-hmm. The ultimate lion's share of this almost two-hour movie was chock full of nonsensical, melodramatic nonsense. Yeah, it was just fuck. Mm-hmm. That's what really kind of bogged it down for me, you know? Otherwise, it probably would be lower. But, it, you know, you have to give them credit for doing what they did on $3 million. Mm-hmm. You have to. Right. They really made that work, and that's that'll get you far in the industry. <laughs> if you can make three million dollars look like fifteen, you're gonna get uh, another uh, movie after that, mm-hmm. you know, and another movie after that. But uh, per- apparently, it stains the sands red. Didn't really do them the biggest justice, but I think they write for other TV shows and stuff like that now. So well, it's good. Yeah, I think they're talented. I like them. I just, uh, this just was not the movie for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I, it, there was some, it was a painful watch in some areas. So, but are you glad we did Aliens finally? We we kind of like the subgenre anyway. Yeah. So it's kind of fun to watch them. Mm-hmm. But I can see, you know, like I couldn't just like watch three more movies like this. No, not in a row. Yeah, it would just be too much. Let's wait six months. Right. It's like watching too many zombie movies. Yeah. You know? Like, I, I always, like, go, like, my go-to for zombies is always Dead Alive or Dawn of the Dead or Dawn of the Dead remake. Always. Oh, Those my God. Those three are the, Dawn like... Dawn of the Dead remake has been out for 20 years. Right. You and that? you know what? It's coming out yeah. at the end of this month. In theaters? No. Oh. It's coming out for 4K. 4K and Ryan bought it for me. Thank you oh, very much, thanks, Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> so. I, that was such a... I can't wait to watch it again on 4K. Uh, Me because, too. Because we'll be able to see the crowd when they're doing the golf scene. Mm-hmm. And you can like see all the faces. Get up, come on, get down with, with the, the sickness. sickness. And then, all right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Um, it's good to get into these alien movies. Uh, I would love to hear what you guys think are the best. And maybe we'll put them on the list for next time or something like that. Um, I, I know one of my favorite movies is by the Blair Witch guy, Eduardo Sanchez, which is... Uh, I think it's both of them, really, but it was called Altered, Mm -hmm. which they never came out with a Blu-ray for, and I liked that movie. I thought it was pretty cool. It starts off just like the um, Fire in the Sky, I think, Mm -hmm. where some shit happens, or uh, I don't know. Didn't didn't that how the movie started off, where they like... No. No, Fire in the Sky... It starts off, so Altered starts off where everything goes crazy. Oh, okay. So, no, yeah, Fire and the started off with them talking to the cops. That's right. Okay, okay, okay. So, but anyway, if you guys have any alien horror movies, maybe we'll write them down and put them in for later so that we can watch those. There are a lot of bad ones, so. <laughs> what are we going to watch next week? We, we haven't, um, I just got a lot of new movies in, so I haven't actually done the list of what we're going to watch for the next three months or whatever. Um, I was waiting on some stuff to come in today, so we don't really know exactly what we're going to watch. So please keep your eyes peeled to the social medias, yeah, like our Facebook, our Reddit, our Twitter and our Instagram, um, and maybe our TikTok, which is woefully underused. Um, but I've got some ideas for TikTok, by the way. So if you don't Yay. follow there, it's BTV cast. So um, you might want to follow there for the future. Let uh, me do it for you. 
I was decided that I don't watch enough movies that I want to watch on my own. Right. And so I was thinking like movies that we've already done on the podcast or that I've already done for YouTube that I'm rewatching, I may do for YouTube and TikTok. So I do a little quick, you know, 60 second review or three minute review and then put it up and we're done. So keep an eye out. We'll see. We're going to try to, it's just a lot to do, man. I do too much already and I can barely stay awake for it as it is with this whole fucking narcolepsy thing. So <laughs> I'm fucking getting better at it, but it, it sucks. So, um, but thank you guys so much for the support. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. And of course, we'll see you next time. As always, long live the boys. Oh, 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 oh,